there was the famous tzaddik, Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai. That he was such a great tzaddik that the whole world was able to live and survive in his tzchus. The world doesn't live just because who knows what from anything. Hashem constantly makes the world. And Hashem made the world for the Jewish people and for the Torah and for people to do good things. So the Ramam says that if people behave the right way, so Hashem judges the world in a good way and they could bring good things for the world. What if people, they do not good things, they do sins, they do bad things. So the world could get pun- a lot of punishments. So the whole world was able to be protected because Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai, his merit was so great, he was able to protect the whole entire world with his merits, with his chusim. Because he was such a great tzaddik, learned Torah and did so many good deeds, so many mitzvahs. During his time, so the Romans ruled over Israel, and they were the Romans were very tough. They were people who destroyed the base of Mekdash, and there were th- once three of the big chachamim, three of the big sages were sitting together. They were Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yaisi, and Rabbi Shimon Yechai. And there was another person there listening, also to their talking. His name was Rabbi Yehuda ben Gadim. So Rabbi Yehuda said. You know, the Romans, they did a lot of amazing things. They built up big cities and marketplaces there in Israel, and they built big bridges and bathhouses, because back then people didn't have pipes in the house. There's sinks and showers and bathtubs. If you wanted to take a bath, you had to go what's called a bathhouse. One place where they got made hot water and they made it, there you could wash yourself. So that's what, who said good things about the Romans? Rabbi Yaisi heard, he didn't answer, he was quiet, and Rashid Ben said, no, you're making a mistake. You're speaking good about the Romans. You're like the Romans did such a good thing for us. The Romans did it only for themselves. They made the big cities. They want to do. They want to do Avedas. They don't want to do not good things. And and the bridges. They can take taxes from us. Everything they did was just to show off only for themselves. So such a conversation, such a speaking, really should have kept quiet. If you speak against the government. You know, even nowadays, it depends where, it depends which country, it depends if you speak against governments in places, they can get you in trouble for that. If you speak against, they get upset at you. So, it was supposed to be kept quiet, but this other person who was there, Yehudah ben Gadim, he started telling other people, oh, this rabbi said that, this rabbi said that. And people started sharing and telling more people until the Romans heard what they said and even the Roman king heard of this conversation. And the Roman king said, aha, so the Jews one spoke good about me, one spoke bad about me, one was quiet, I will uh, take care of all of them. The one who spoke good about me, Yehuda, he's going to be rewarded, and he's going to be honored, and all the other sages have to honor him, and I'll give him power in the government also, I'll make him very great, I'll reward him. To Rabbi Yaisi, who was quiet, he didn't say anything, why didn't he speak good about me? So I'll give him a little punishment, He'll have to move to cities. But to Rabbi Shimon, who he spoke bad about us, whew, he will be killed. That's what the Roman king said. So Rabbi Shimon he heard what the Roman king said. How he heard, I don't know. Maybe he heard in Shemaim, maybe Amalek told him, but he was a great tzaddik, somehow he found out quickly. And he called the son of Lazar and said, I need to run away. If you come with me, I will teach you the secrets of the Torah. Okay, so they ran away together. And at first, they hid in the base of Medrash, in the study hall. And there, they would spend their days and nights learning Torah. 
and they never would go outside in the street. Maybe a soldier would see them. And if a Shimon's wife would bring him food, sneak and bring food and drink. After a while, the Shimon realized it was getting more dangerous. And the king could fight harder, try to find him, and maybe we'll try to force the, his wife to tell. And he said he doesn't want the king to take mommy and try to have her soldiers beat her up and say, tell us where your husband's hiding. Because they could really hurt her bad. So, you know what? We'll run away and hide somewhere. We won't even tell mommy, you know, we won't even tell his wife where they are. So the soldiers can't force her, try to hurt her to tell the hiding place. So they ran away, and they ran away to the city of Tveria, and there they found a cave with a bunch of sand, and they would hide over there. Now, in a cave with sand, there's no food. So Shem made a special miracle for them, that a special tree called a carob tree, called Buxter, grew right outside the cave, and there's a lot of fruits on the branches. Normally, such a tree to grow and be ready and have the fruits would take 70 years. But Hashem made a miracle and grew, boom, right away. So they should have food to eat. And you also need water to drink. So Hashem made water flow right by the caves. They have water to drink. Now, they were hiding there. They had nothing there. And they only had one set of clothes. So Shimon said, listen, we only have one set of clothes. It's going to get ruined. if We just keep on wearing it. So let's bury ourselves in the sand. So we'll be Tineas and stand in the sand. And we'll learn to like that with our heads and talking. And when we need to daven to Hashem, then we'll get out of the sand and we'll wear our clothes and daven to Hashem with, with our clothes on. And they did that. They were in the cave there for 12 years. And they were learning Taita the whole time. The deep, deep things in Taita. Which later, they ended up teaching deep things in Taita to all Jewish people. They had the fruits, they had the water. And Elio Navi came to them every single day and would teach them Taita. And no one found out about their hiding place. And they were safe there. They were there for 12 years. Now, there was once, while they were hiding, and the other sages, the other Chachamim, they were studying something very, very deep in Torah, in the base Medrash, in the study hall. And they had a very hard question, and no one knew the answer. So one of the Chachamim, one of those sages, said, Oh, poor, what a pity. It's too bad we don't have Rabbi Shem ben Yechai. If he would be here, he was such a great genius in Torah, I'm sure he would be able to figure out the answer. He would be able to explain to us this thing in Torah, which we want to know. We can't figure it out. We're working so hard. We can't figure it out. Okay. And they said, he's hiding somewhere, no one knows where he is. And even if someone knows, they can't say, it's a secret. Oh. So one day, there was a, another tzaddik was outside, his name was Rabbi Yesi by Yehuda, and he saw a big bunch of birds flying. And there was one dove, a yaina, flying by itself, separate from the group of the birds. Now, Rabbi Yesi was a big tzaddik, and Hashem makes that for a tzaddik, Hashem makes a lot of miracles, and everything can happen, whatever they want. And even the animals, they listen to a tzaddik. It's known that with Daniel, when he was thrown into the, the lions, the lions didn't attack him. They sat in front of him very nicely and listened to him. There was other tzaddikim that had stories like that, that when they saw a tzaddik, a lion saw a tzaddik and wouldn't attack him. Would, there was even a story once I heard how um, a tzaddik got to ride on top of a lion, gave him a ride. They know they have to listen to the tzaddik. So Abiyasi called out to the bird, this dove, and said, My dear dove, the Yena, since the times of the Mabul, since Noyach, 
you were always the best messenger. Noach took you to go check if the water went down. You were the best messenger. And you came back with a leaf, a whole story. The Jewish people are compared to a dove also. Now, please come here and be my messenger. The dove heard this. The tide called him. The bird came right away flying through the AC. Listen to him. So the AC took a piece of paper and he wrote down the whole big question they had that he couldn't figure out. And he said, my dear dove, please take this to Rabbi Shem in a secret hiding place. The bird put it in his mouth and started to fly away. And somehow the dove found Rabbi Shimon. How did it find him? Maybe it looked hard. Some things that some that animals know that people can't. In fact, it says that really there are a lot of malachim, good malachim and not good malachim that fly around the world. Whenever someone does a mitzvah, makes a good malach. I see a word of Torah or Davani makes a good malach. Chas Hashem, a bad word, makes a bad malach. But Hashem does not let people to see them. Because if a person would see them, a person could go crazy, could be too scared, could be too shaken up. But an animal doesn't have a brain like a person. It's, so it doesn't get so scared when it sees a, a malach. So the animals could see. The whole story with Bilam and his donkey, the donkey saw the malach before Bilam did. Okay. So somehow the bird, Shemlet, it, it found Rabbi Shimon, and it came flying over to him, and it dropped down the paper right where Rabbi Shimon was. Rabbi Shimon read this letter, and they're asking this question in Torah, and he started to cry. My son Allah also cried. He cried, he said, first of all, I miss the Lech Chachamim. I used to learn with them too. I, I, would, I would love to learn with them together. And also, I don't even know the answer. It's a very hard question. I don't know the answer either. He was in the middle of crying, and the Leonavi came to him. The Leonavi said, you know, I was actually busy going to go somewhere else. Leonavi has a lot of jobs to do. He has to help a lot of people. But Hashem told me to come to you to comfort you from your from your crying. Because Shem is a big tzaddik. And he started to cry. Shem said, no, Leo Navi, go take care of him. Go help him. So really, this answer in Torah, it wasn't the time yet for the answer to be revealed. Meaning, Hashem gave us a Torah in Har Sinai and told Moshe Rabbeinu that all the ways how to learn the Torah and the way that Chacham asked questions of Gemara and how things are revealed. But as time went on, the Yidin, they would sit and study and learn the Torah the way Hashem said, and they would write down and explain more and more things. And some things weren't explained right away. Some things it took a little while later until they, they understood it. Hashem wanted Yidin to work hard on the Torah and to, to reveal His deep wisdom. That the Jewish people should do it. And that only a Yid, there's a special Halik and Hashem, who is holy, is connected to Hashem. He has the power to take Hashem's holy Torah and to reveal and to show what's hidden inside the Torah. So as time went on, more and more things are revealed. And Shimon later revealed secrets in the Torah. And when it came later generations, closer to Mashiach, that's when Hasidus, from starting from Al-Shamtiv, then from Al-Tarebbe, started getting revealed. So as more time goes on, closer to Mashiach, more and more Torah gets revealed until Mashiach comes. says the world's going to be full with the knowledge of Hashem. So they always said, really, it wasn't time yet for them to know the answer for this. But I can start to tell you. So the Navi started to explain to Rabbi Shimon, the answer, the deep, deep thing in Torah, the answer to this question. But before he finished, a big wind came and blew, and it picked up the Onavi and went flying back up to Shemaim. He flew away. So now, Shemaim started to cry again. He said, I started learning, I was so happy, but now I, I couldn't get the answer. I, I guess Hashem didn't let me know, didn't know the rest of it, and he started crying and he fell asleep. 
So the Navi came back and said, wake up, Rabbi Shimon, Hashem, let me come back and tell you the whole answer. So he came, explained to him the whole answer, and then Rabbi Shimon wrote down on a piece of paper, and he gave it back to the bird, the bird held it in his mouth, and it came back to Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yaisi got the answer, he was so excited, and he said, dear Yaina, dear, dear Dove, Dove, you're the most faithful of all the birds, he was very happy, and all the wise men were very, very excited, and they said, look, we don't know where Rabbi Shimon is, but first of all, we need to see Hashem doing miracles for him, and we even got to learn Torah from him. 